Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. All right, now let me give you a second issue. There is a news story. I don't think we have a uh, an audio clip of of this, but there is a, a interesting news story of the Texas state legislature. And, and by the way, I think it's um, uh, I think it's uh, it was bipartisan. I think the entire uh, Texas legislature uh, agreed that they want to remove, now follow me carefully here, follow me carefully, don't get, uh, don't get ahead of yourself. The, the uh, Texas legislature has voted, and voted some time ago to, to do this. Here it is. Here, here's the story. Ugh, wouldn't show up. It, it just wouldn't show up, would it? Uh, there are places in Texas, but this is a this could be a national story. There are places in Texas that have the word Negro in their uh, name, like and there's geographical locations. Now this is this is what happened. 1991, Texas passed a law to remove the word Negro from its place from places that had that name had that word Negro in it, and as we speak, I think t- there are over two dozen geographical places in Texas that uh, the law was passed that said, look, you got to remove that word, Negro. Now, as I'm reading the article, it says, in almost 30 years, only one of the places mentioned in the bill has been renamed. Now, this is according to the uh, NPR, NPR Review, said uh, most vocal advocates of this law weren't aware that the changes had never been made until this until NPR contacted folks and found out earlier this year. Uh, a how a Harris County commissioner and I guess one of the bill's sponsors said it is time to make sure these names are changed for good. Now, why weren't the names changed? And what are we talking about? Now, when you read the headlines without getting into the story, here, here's what most people reacted. Well, what's wrong with the word Negro? And uh, as the president of the Texas NAACP said, uh, Gary uh, Bledsoe, who's a good friend, and he's been the president of the Texas NAACP for years, he is one of the most vocal and active supporters of the legislation before it was passed. Now, don't be misled by what he said. Quote, Negro is still offensive. It's outrageous. And the word has no place in the public domain. 
And he said, many of these places were named haphazardly with racist overtones. Those names don't carry, you ready, historic value either. Now, let me give you a couple of examples. Uh, in Texas, let me see if I can find this. You've got, uh, a, a, and these again are geographical locations. Now, I don't want you to see everybody, I can hear a lot of calls, people are listening, and maybe not with that carefully, with that third ear. Of course, the word Negro is in the dictionary. There's, I mean, there's no question about it. Now, Bledsoe's position is, it's, it's, it's offensive. It's just offensive, and people use it. And to be quite candid, I've used it here, and oftentimes to be in a sarcastic way. You've heard me say, boy, these Negroes. And this fits into what Gary Bledsoe is saying. Speaking of it's which... An old, Sorry. It's an old-fashioned, it's an old-fashioned word. But here's what he's pointing out, and here's what the legislation is is uh, about. You've got places named Negro Hollow. Um, Negro, uh, Negro Head Bluff. Uh, Negro Bend. You, you follow what I'm saying? So what is, why? And it's meant, I'm going to be honest with you, it is meant to be derogatory. And what he's saying is, change it. Now, one member of the Texas legislature said, um, we're going down a slippery slope here. Um... And you'll start having to rename a lot of places. Well, you know, things do get renamed. They do get renamed all the time. Now, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i give you an example uh, of a place in Martha's Vineyard. Come on now. They've, it's interesting how the, 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 the community at Martha's Vineyard has taken a, a, what was meant to be derogatory and they turned it into a positive. Actually, they've turned it into a... Um, <laughs> uh, they've turned it into a cottage industry. What am I talking about? Inkwell. Inkwell is a, a, a location in Oak Bluff where... Only African Americans could have a cottage or a house or rental property for decades. And 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 it was the only place in Martha's Vineyard on the beaches that they could swim. And so somebody, to be quite candid, decided to give it a derogatory name, Inkwell. I don't have to go into any long explanation as to why they called it Inkwell. Um, now, the people who have been going there for generations said, you know what, we're going to flip it. 
and we're going to make it a positive. And by the way, folk make a lot of money selling Inkwell t-shirts, Inkwell hats. Uh, they flipped it. But but think about this. Let's go back to this Negro Bluffs, Negro Head, Negro this. When those names, when those names were given to these geographical areas, and by the way, officially, these these became official words. Um, said there are twenty six places. 26 places in Texas listed on the federal database with the term and that and by the way that's not counting names that are in Spanish phone number 18668018255 now this may take some time but I'm going to go to the break right now wherever you're calling from how, t- share with us similar names in your city, I mean your state. I bet you there are similar names in your, uh, in your states. Th- that's why I say this is, so you may ask yourself, why is this significant? Why is this important? Cultural conditioning. In America, we are culturally conditioned to believe that white is superior, black is inferior. And the manifestation of that type of cultural conditioning is to undervalue, under, undervalue, come on, y'all know, underestimate and marginalize. And I am one who absolutely agrees. It's races in nature. Now you say, there you go. But how are we going to, you know, only way to start reconciling and changing this country is that we've got to identify these, these, uh, these places and this cultural conditioning and be quite candid, reverse it. It, 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 there, I don't. So, I don't want my grandchildren having to ask me. Well, what is Negro Hollow? How did it get its name? What is Negro Head Beach? I don't want my grandchildren asking me. No, I really don't. Because you because let me be quite candid. When those folk who were in power at the time, let's be honest, and it wasn't us. They weren't honoring us. They weren't honoring us. Phone number. You got it? one 801 So the crew is ready. The team's ready. We're standing by. We can take your calls. The NAACP says a lake in Baytown is long overdue for a name change. Yeah, despite a Texas law to remove the word Negro from the geographic places, well, this lake here in Baytown is still called Negro Head Lake. Well, the NAACP is now pushing to change the name with the help of Congressman Al Green and other local leaders. This is about invidious discrimination in all of its forms. And as such, we have to unite together 
to end it. Now, today I spoke with the mayor of Baytown today through Zoom. He told me it's without hesitation that the city supports the renaming of this body of water, calling its current name derogatory and offensive. The city council is set to take a vote this Thursday. The NAACP wants to change the name of the lake to Lake Henry Doyle after the first student to apply for the temporary law school for black people at UT Austin. Interesting. You, you know, when you saw, when you hear it, you know, the first question that I have is, how did it get its name? Who named it? Well, what's, what's the name of the lake? Negro, Negro what Head, lake? Negro Head ne- Lake. Negro Head Lake. So what, you got to ask yourself the question, who, de- who decided to, to name it? Now, I'm also aware that there is a what? Negro College Fund, right? The United Negro College Fund. So I can hear some people right now talking to the radio. <laughs> Say, well, what, what about that name? Change that name. Let's go to the phones. one 801 8255 Now, look, I know this, this audience. This is not, to me, this topic is not as dangerous as Trump's daughter-in-law. And I don't want to generate calls that are just easy to discuss because she is being totally irresponsible and it transcends race. It really does. And what worries me, it goes back to what I said last week, what worries me is that um, you got some crazies out there who will take the law into their own hands. And we need to we need to express how we feel about that. So let's get to the phones. Crystal, Georgia. Oh, and by the way, if you're a first time caller, I should point out to you. Let us know. We always like to salute our first time callers. The other thing is, when you call, first name, state, topic. That's it. Please. And again, this is Talk Radio 101. Do not engage the screener in a conversation. Here's why. They're working. They got calls to take. And you'll talk yourself out by the time you get to me. All right, Crystal, good morning. One more thing. One more thing. Sorry. Turn your radio down, please. Oh, thank you. And listen on your phone. Thank you. (laughs) Because there is a eight-second delay. So by the time you – it just – it gets sloppy. Go ahead, Crystal Harm. Good morning, Mr. Madison and everyone. Good morning. Um, I'm from California, and just to offer a different perspective on the names of the towns in Texas, there's a lot of Spanish towns, and the word Negro is actually pronounced Negro in Spanish, right. and right. it means dark or black. So it could be Darkhead Lake or Blackhead Lake. Who knows? Did they do, you know? We won't know unless they really did some deep research to know who named these places. Was it Spanish? Well, in in Texas, was it other Americans? 
Well, no, in Texas, that 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 came up as an as an issue. Um, so again, I, what what's your what what are you suggesting that that it's not derogatory because it's in Spanish? That it could possibly not be derogatory because if it has a Spanish origin, it could just mean dark, or it could have been you know like. Where I lived in California, they had what they call butts or butts, and they had a special name for them. But why? That way, let's remove all doubt. The Baytown Lake, this is uh, according to a Houston uh, website, the Baytown Lake, which was formerly named Nigger Lake <laughs> before it was changed in 1962 to. Uh, Negro, what is it? Negro Head Lake. It was Nigger Lake. Now, does that remove well, that, any doubt about its intent? Yeah, absolutely, that does. Whether, yeah, whether it's in Spanish or English. <laughs> no, I, that absolutely does clear up that location. I'm right. just, you know, offering, like I said, a different perspective with regards to possibly. But, but, but the, the question is, why would you? Why would you? Name it that. Uh, it's like inkwell. Ink is not a derogatory word in and of itself. Am I right? Right. But we all so know what they that, Well, hold on. Hold on. So why would it become inkwell? Because because the, the powers to be wanted it to be derogatory. Right. Okay. Uh, let's go to uh, Michael from Virginia. Go ahead, Michael. Good morning, Mr. Madison. Good morning. Hey, Mr. Madison, that word Negro, it just bothers my skin. Um, my my birth certificate has, has been bothering me for years. It says Black Negro. And I wish I could just know how to get it changed. Well, okay, and this is what Bloodsoul, uh, the the uh, the president of the Texas NACP, says. Like it's a, it's an antiquated name, uh, made up, uh, not something that ought to be part of our twenty first century language, and. Um, you know it, it it uh so so what you you're agreeing with him just let's just get rid of it so the united negro college fund you would agree should be changed yes okay alice from new york you're on with madison good morning good morning mr madison i love your show I'd like to speak to the issue of geographical locations, not intended to glorify us. I live in Rockland County, and there was a place called Nigger Pond. And Nigger Pond was located in upstate New York in the Ramapo Mountains. And uh, since 1846, it was on the map as Nigger Pond. And in 2011, uh, New York renamed it because of the environmental conservation laws still had it in the books whenever they had to mention the area, which actually was rich in minerals, fishing, hunting, 
and it, beautiful, beautiful uh, acres and acres. But it was it was known as Nigger Pond, and they tried to clean it up a little bit in 1886 by calling it Negro Pond. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, you know, less than 25 miles from New York City. There are that, over 1,000 locations on the map. On the map. So can you imagine... Well, let's understand. <clears throat> it was meant to be derogatory. Um, becomes part of the culture. And I will not rest until these changes are made. And because I'm not going to have my grandchildren and great-grandchildren growing up in a society where they are not honored. You could have named it after Harriet Tubman. I mean, she has a New York connection. Yes. You know, uh, thank you. Uh, And I appreciate you putting putting all this back in perspective. Uh, Let's see who's next. Um, Chad from Texas, first-time caller. Chad. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, hey, Chad. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, love the show, Mr. Madison. Um, I just had two comments. Okay. One, uh, the previous governor, uh, Rick Perry, his family, and I'm not sure if they're connected with this uh, Baytown um, um, lake, his family um, owns a ranch here in Texas that's called Nigger head ranch no uh, yes sir um if you could have your staff look it up it, it was in the news uh, a couple of years ago uh, when he was running uh for i guess the uh republican nomination for president and uh dropped out and i'm and then some of that made the news here in texas also in the clip that you played um i guess it was a news clip from the baytown area it said the city was in full support of changing it, the name of the uh, Negro Head Lake. And my question is, if the city is in full support of changing it, why in the hell hasn't it already been changed? And, uh, and well, that's the that's the argument. Uh, good, Chad. Good point. That's the that's why the story uh, started getting attention because they 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 said, wait a minute, we pass legislation to have the federal government rename these geographical locations back in 1991 and they are they're raising the they're raising the question as to well why didn't they do it and that's a and and I don't know the answer uh I don't know the answer to that probably one of those things that just you know, once again, people ignored, got under the radar, and we moved on to, uh, you know, country moved on to other uh, other issues. Now, let me ask you, did, I don't know, that did Perry, did Perry, Rick Perry, is, is his ranch or the whatever this was on it, has that been changed? I don't 
believe that it has been changed. Um, I read an article in the Texas Monthly uh, about it, and it was just the town. It's in central Texas. Uh, I think it's somewhere near, it's actually near Austin or Seguin, Texas. Uh, I, I guess that's south central Texas, kind of. Um, the people in the community said it was, you know, just common knowledge that that area was, they had they had a niggerhead uh, ranch and some other uh, uh, landmarks or whatever that all, you know, had that same name and yeah. derogatory name. Yeah, the question is, and this is what we should, you know, what was, here's the, here's what I'm looking, what was the intent of giving, listen to the word, the word is intent. What was the intent of giving these names to these geographical locations? I mean, that's a rhetorical question. What was their intent? And to be honest with you, I think it would be fair to say it wasn't to honor people. It really wasn't. Well, Let's, now, now, well how, of course not. It wasn't intent. I don't think the intent was to honor folk. Well, no, I, I wouldn't believe that either. Um, again, I'm born and raised in the state of Texas, and, and I'm sure uh, you're of age and have uh, uh, plenty of knowledge about the South and, and racial uh, 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 you know, well, now hold on a fire. second. Let me, well, let me, let me correct something just for a second. You know, I'm, I'm, look, folks, y'all keep talking about the South. When I brought up Inkwell, that is <laughs> Massachusetts. So, <laughs> let, okay. they, they, I mean, in Massachusetts, they, I mean, they, up in uh, the, the Oak Bluff, hell, they've got a statue of a Confederate soldier. Um, so, like Malcolm X used to say, you know, y'all quit talking about the South. Because if you, as he used to say, uh, when he, he he has a famous line, if you are south of the Canadian border, you're in the South. You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.